0: Wow. Okay. She did that. Did you see how she got off of that balance beam? Yes, she did it. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva. You're a practical priestess of wisdom and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into how to stick the dismount. I'll see you then. Recently, I was watching um, one of the greatest uh, gymnasts, Simone Biles, and how she was faring under a lot of obstacles in uh, her career. And I, I was just like, I, I don't know if I could do that. And so she, uh, she's so good at what she does that just watching her artistry, uh, my mouth hangs open. Just like, wow, I didn't know you could do that, (laughs) you know, with the human body. But in watching her, I did get a wisdom smack. And as she was uh, doing a particularly different, a difficult um, set of routines that she had come under fire for the points, the points valuation and some other things, I was like, okay, I wonder. You know, if she's going to uh, be able to stick that dismount, you know, of how she ends it um, because she, you know, had a great uh, run of uh, the routine, but it could go all in the hand, you know, all haywire trying to get off of the beam. And so I'm sitting there with my holding my breath, actually, and wondering and nope, just as normal as she normally does. She stuck the dismount. And the wisdom smacked that this time it wasn't a little kiss it was a smack upside the head. It was this is how you ought to do something. No matter what, you should always have a resolution power play. Now, I was going to actually call this podcast resolution power play, but I was like nobody's going to know what I'm talking about and yeah, but I'm going to talk a little bit about that. But I just kind of want to sum it up as saying, you always want to finish strong. You want to have a great ending and that there are some things that go into doing this. Um, I think you guys know I played, uh, if you've listened to this podcast for a a while, when I was a little kid, um, I was in band and uh, I was blessed to be able to be in band long enough to start learning uh, some music theory. And one of the things that I always liked about music theory is that when we were learning pieces and learning um, the notes and uh, the instrumentation of our, our instruments was that when you do something in music, You need to have a resolve, a resolution. So if you do a flourish, if uh, the markings on the page have a fortissimo, you know, or uh, a piano, you know, uh, it always has somewhere to go and to resolve. If you have a crescendo or a decrescendo or however it is, and y'all, I'm just happy I I still remember all this stuff. (laughs) proverbially patting myself on the back. Um, I liked that in music to make it an enjoyable experience for the listener as well as for the artist. There always needed to be a resolve. And not only that, in the resolve, how you came out of what you created or how you came out of what someone else created for you to do, that was part of the beauty and the artistry. And I, I I kind of likened it to this whenever we came to the resolve, it was not where you left a question or even a question mark in the person's uh, mind that this was the end or that uh, this could have been better. No, this is where you put a definitive period or an exclamation point with pride that. You came to do what you you did. It was fulfilling, and now it's done. And I I liked that. And so when I was watching uh, Simone Biles, the great gymnast, do her routine, I, it was the same feeling. It was this is a great resolve. This was how you play the power play of finishing either what you start or what has been put before you. And I and 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 I'll be honest. I I felt like. She was finishing, taking back the power of what she had been dealt with the controversy over how they were going to score her moves because nobody else was doing them. No one else could do them, you know, at the time of this recording. But she took back the power to resolve things in such an eloquent uh, and powerful way that it was breathtaking and the whole you know arena that was watching uh it was amazing so much so that even though they had downgraded some of her moves she still made uh one of the highest scores and she went on to to make history as having the most medals and so it was like i said it was just powerful i got a huge huge wisdom smack and appreciation for watching uh that great gift and getting the gift of wisdom because it it, it does help. It does, you know, it, it helps because I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of times where I uh, have a project or even just something going on in my life and I feel like I have to catch myself from limping along, just trying to crawl across the finish line. Um, I have themes and uh, that I'll have like for, uh, I like to do them in increments of years. And uh, if I'm not finished getting the lesson from the theme, I'll extend it another year or whatever. But my theme, my current theme, and I have no problem sharing this with you. My current theme is done is the new perfect. And in being done is the new perfect, it was to help me to not be crippled by perfectionism. And, it's been doing well. I'm 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 happy with it. It's also uh, something that can stand to have a little bit of upgrade. And so with this new wisdom smack of the resolution. How to finish with a great ending, a strong finish. It does not take away from getting finished by making me get in the weeds and and getting um, deterred by the little jots and tittles of details. But it just reminds me that even with done being the new perfect, finish strong finish on my terms finish with a definitive period or exclamation point and not with a question mark as to whether or not i could have given more i could have done more or was this really my best effort or was it really even finished and so i'm just you guys i'm just i'm just really grateful for how wisdom will just if you oh my gosh you guys if you just take the time to think and to know, and to feel, and to expect, you will get it. There is a saying that you get what you expect, and it's so true. You do get what you expect. So, now that I've told you about Simone, and I've told you about uh, music theory from being in band, and everything, and you guys, I I apologize, Um, my allergies are a little whatever, so if I sound a little stopped up today, I'm okay. I can breathe and everything. It's just, you know, like I said, yeah. <laughs> Allergy. So anyway, um, I do want to talk a, a little bit more about um this whole idea of sticking the dismount, of of making it, yeah, I did that. Um, you know, so let's get into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, controlling your narrative. And I've mentioned it before in other podcasts, but I just want to, you know, stick it here as well because it's real important that in whatever we're doing, we get the opportunity to own our lives and own the things that happen to us. Well, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say that for everywhere because, you know, I don't know uh, the environment, the social, political, economic situation that you might be in. Uh, So I'm just going to have to make this as the middle of the bell curve for a Western society and a, you know, in a a democracy. I'll I'll say that. Okay. Um, But I will say this that if you're in, if you have the opportunity and the bandwidth to do that, you have the opportunity to control your narrative and uh, to do things on your um, your way. You know, like Frank Sinatra says, I did it my way. <laughs> yes. So you're able to do things your way. And with that, there are, there are some things that I would like for you to consider if you're going to uh, make the best of any kind of situation and finish strong. And that is, make sure that you have as much as you can. Finish them on your terms. And to finish things on your terms, um, I'm going to say that there are certain things that can be changed and certain things that can't. And those things, I can't give you an exhaustive list, but what I will say is this. That a lot of times, I know for me especially, I hate deadlines. I'm, I'm usually, usually able to deliver on a deadline, but I hate them. And it just does something to me. Um, I call it my questioning tendencies with a dash of rebel or whatever, but those deadlines, they, they tend to do me in because I feel like they're, they're arbitrary. And I feel like, um, that, this is somebody else trying to exert control over me. <laughs> so I have to work on that. But when I, um, I'm trying to do, you know, done isn't the new perfect. And now with the addendum of stick the dismount, I know that I'm going to be able to end things on my own terms. Because even though there may be a deadline to get something in, uh, it's I still have the power to do everything i need to to still meet that deadline and to finish strong and then uh the thing the thing is is that for when you're trying to complete something bring something in um i you have to kind of like be able to almost be uh mystical psychic even because there's so many unknowns and unknown variables that can happen but I have found, and it's because I work with a lot of creative projects and I have to do a lot of things that I've never done before. You know, a a new book, you've never written that book before and each book I found is different. Uh, When I'm working on a new creative project with someone, we've never done that before. So I don't know how it's going to end up. We have a hope, but you know, you don't know. And so there are a lot of unknown variables. But what I will say is that when I am uh, looking at it, I do understand that first and foremost, I have to now finish strong and that I have the power and the ability to control the narrative, to control uh, the story of how this went down. And um, there's this little thing, I, I can't remember the exact guy who said it, but uh, I know what he said because it stuck with me for years. And it's kind of like a future casting. And that's what we call it now. He didn't call it that at that time. But he said that when there were things that he wanted to get done, um he would pretend like they had already happened. And he would talk either to himself or to a friend. And he would just say, you know, if he was talking to somebody else, he's like, I want you to pretend with me that this happened and whatever I said, you know, you just be like, agree with me. And so he would start with, remember the time when. And he would bring up all of the stuff that's going on. So, remember the time when I was stuck here and I had to be, because I think he was a comedian, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me correct. But anyway, he was saying, Remember the time when I needed to be on stage and I was six states over with a snowstorm and I didn't know how I was going to get there and I needed to be there or it was going to be bad and I wasn't going to be able to get booked again or whatever. And so he goes on and he tells the story of what's really happening, but he imagines that it all worked out. And this was the part that stuck out for me at that time. He did not come up with how it worked out. He just said that it worked out and it was all good. And since that time, I have had some rough scrapes, uh, close calls. I'm pretty sure I'll have more because you know that's part of life. In this life, you will have troubles. But one of the things that stuck with me When I I heard him go through the example of how to do it, I learned that things tend to work out as long as you have a belief, a confidence, and a knowing. Now, yesterday, I talked about the difference between thinking and knowing. Check that one out if you haven't already. But anyway, it was just very powerful. And it's kind of like it's coming back around full circle now because looking at how to stick the dismount, When you've got your life going, you've got projects, whether it be relationships, career, money, uh, social, any of those things, health, you still can stick the dismount. You still can have a great ending. You still can finish strong. And you can do that by taking the time to control the narrative and controlling the narrative by future casting, by something as simple as remember the time when. And if you just don't know how it's going to happen, just remember that it worked out. It worked out. And by just having the emotion, now don't say it and you're scared. Put some emotion of believing what your narrative is because your emotions can change your state. Oh, yes, they can. It can move you out of being scared and confused and not knowing which way to go to where you're like, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going, you know, and so consider that. Okay, so those are some of the things that I I wanted to make sure I said on that end. So now let me get into um, other little tips and things and little wisdoms that will help you to stick the dismount and have a powerful resolution. And that is something as simple as remembering to tie up loose ends. We are wired to close loops. And even if you think oh, good is enough, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I'll just, you know, leave that. It will nag you. If you are a within the normal range and spectrum of, of me- mental ability, something that uh, you need to get done or should have done, it's going to nag you. So even if you didn't need to have it done by the deadline, circle back around and tie up loose ends. And the reason why I say tie up loose ends Is because either you will be still thinking about it, or it might be nagging you in the back of your mind, draining your battery, your mental battery, or someone else might, that, you know, was depending on whatever you did, they may come back and say, Oh, yeah, we're still waiting on that. And then it'll totally throw a monkey wrench into whatever you're doing, you know, next. So tie up loose ends. And then, Make sure that you not only do that, but that you have endurance. That is one of the things that I had to learn. And that was most of the time, whenever you're doing something, it's going to take at least twice as long as you expected it. And so you have to have endurance. You have to have the stamina and you have to have the mental restraint and control to stick it out and to go through it. There, I used to get so frustrated. I would have a temper tantrum. I would waste time on having my little meltdown when I could have just been using that time to continue to move forward. And when you know better, you do better. And you guys, I am not trying to paint myself as perfect here. Oh yes, me, sometimes I was barely limping over the finish line and it wasn't pretty and I was a mess. And so I want to encourage you to just know that you're going to have to have endurance. Now, not only will you have to have endurance, but you'll also need to learn how to play this type of game. And it's called the long game. And so with the long game, you have to pace yourself. Um, I have been uh, studying recently uh, warfare strategies. Yeah, strategic warfare strategies. I am not a general. I am not interested in in military stuff, but I am intrigued and fascinated with the planning, the logic, and the wisdom of uh, war strategies. And what I have found is a lot of times they don't really have anything to do with the actual um, technique of fighting as much as they have to do with the long game. And what I'm currently learning is that When you have a strategy to settle in and you have to have a long game, the first thing you have to do besides have endurance and stamina is pacing. Oh yes. And so going back to Simone, I noticed that when she was doing her routine, um, the one that got her that big score, because I had seen another, I guess a clip from another day where she had done a similar routine and she was shaky, but this day she was on. And what I noticed-" was that she was pacing herself, she was taking her time, and she wasn't rushing things. And y'all, that is the kiss of death. When you want to stick the dismount, when you want to finish strong, you cannot rush. And that is something that I, I have to tell myself all the time, because it gets to be where if you have gone through something and it's been a while and you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, the first instinct is to take off running. And you cannot. You have to continue to keep your pace and keep walking so that you will be able to finish. Because <laughs> I always think of that movie Jaws. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, it's not. Just when you think you're at the finish line, there is a last little trap, a little, you know, trip you up or something waiting. And if you're running, you'll you'll surely get ensnared in the trap. Or you'll surely get, uh, you'll lose and you'll fail. But you have to pace yourself. And, you know, I, I, I'm having this conversation with you because, you know, of course, I'm imagining you sitting right here. And we're just having a good kiki and talking about this, right? And what I want to say is, is with all of the strategy and the learning from those great generals and stuff, you know what I'm learning? I'm learning that, hmm. I am not good at strategy yet, but you notice I'm saying yet because I'm learning. Because some of the stuff that they take into consideration, it just does not even occur to me that that's part of the long game. Like, for instance, making sure that you realize that the finish can take longer to endure than the whole battle. It d- doesn't mean that it's going to take long to do. It's just that what it takes for you, mentally, emotionally, physically, resource-wise, it will take a lot out of you. So you gotta save some some uh, gas in the tank for it um, to give what is required so that you don't uh, miss the mark, you don't fail, you don't flub at the end. And this is, and like I said before, you guys, you might already know all this stuff. This might be like, oh, I, I know this, but thank you for listening anyway, because it's good It's good to me. And I, like I said, I, I promised I was gonna share with you guys the wisdom snacks that I got and hopefully they'll leave you better than they found you. But one of the things that I am having to uh, look at with dealing with how to have this great ending, how to finish strong, is that not only do you have to have this endurance and this long game, but in, within it, you have to be quick, decisive, and clean with your actions. You can't leave no wiggle room for misinterpretations, and ambigu- ambiguities, or even loopholes. Now, I talked about loopholes yesterday and how to exploit them for your benefit. But when it's on you and you are finishing, do not leave openings for shenanigans and chicanery to come in because it will. It will try you. Um Stephen uh, Pressfield's book, The War of Art, is a powerful book. And he talks about restraint, uh, excuse me, um, not restraint. He talks resistance. So he talks about resistance and how resistance will always be trying you whenever you're trying to create an endeavor to do something. And I'm just going to say it here that if you are caught slipping, if you are just like, oh, I just want to finish, I just want to get done, you know, be careful because resistance can come in and cause some havoc in your whole project. Where you'll be like, "I thought I had it and, it, and it slipped out of my grasp." So, even with trying to pace yourself for the long game, you gotta even you gotta be quick. And I'm gonna say, quick witted. You have to have the um, the endurance to stay sharp. Yes, you have to stay sharp. And yesterday I mentioned the skill of observation and deduction. You you have to carry that throughout, whatever it is you're doing. Because if you take yourself for granted, if you take, if you misjudge the situation, and that's another thing, you guys, I have misjudged situations where I thought I was finishing and I wasn't even in the middle part. And talk about an emotional uh accident where you you know you, you I I I needed emotional chiropractic you know chiropractic services to help me get out of that tangle don't don't give uh don't don't um uh, mistake where you are in the situation um that you're trying to go through and so that goes in and I want to say being quick being decisive making sure that you're clean with your actions, leaving no wiggle room, no, none of that. That goes back to tying up loose ends, controlling the narrative, making sure that uh, you end things on your terms, making sure that you continue to have the control to finish things the way that you know to finish them. And I'm going to say this part, I wasn't going to include this, but I'll go on and say it. I have realized that when I am at the finishing or the beginning of the finishing of something, I have to maintain my power and not give it away um, by not paying attention to how it can be taken away. And what I mean by that is maybe I'm not the one rushing, but because there are expectations, I feel rushed. So, there have been many times when, and still to this day, I'll be writing a book, and I I get people asking daily, "Are you finished yet? Are you finished yet? When is it coming? Is it going to be published? Is it? Are you going to make the deadline? Is it? You know." And and I'm like, "Wow!" And when I have not been aware of it, I have lost. The ability to be decisive and clean with my actions. And thus, I've given my power away to feel rushed. And I have not finished as strongly as I had planned or wanted to because I took my eye off the prize and I started thinking about finishing instead of knowing that it will be finished and it'll be finished the right way. And so, I hope that, you know, just me. Sharing that with you will help you to understand what I'm talking about on this part. Because if you've not gone through a project or a situation in your life that required this level of concentration and confidence, I'm hoping that this podcast is going to help you to be able to lessen, mitigate, or even eradicate, do away with all of the gotchus and the snares and the uh the tripwires and 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 the the traps that i and many others have gone through right when we thought we were about to finish and um going back to the music theory that i was talking about earlier i remember our band played the flight of the bumblebee and uh, I remember being like, "Oh my God, will this thing ever be over?" I remember my cheeks trembling and my jaws getting lax and trying to continue to, you know sustain. Now, you know, we're little kids and and you might say, oh, that it, that that sweet is not that bad. You try playing it. But <laughs> what I would say is is that I remember, Our band um, director, our concert band director, telling us to pay attention because the rhythm and the uh, beats, uh, we would start rushing it. He was like, You're rushing, slow it down. You're rushing. And I was like, How can we be rushing if we're almost to the end and we're tired? And that's when you make the most mistakes. You know, looking at Simone Biles doing these triple, triple, triple Lindy Somersault thingies all over the place. That girl was tired. She had to be, you know. Um, she had a full day. But still, she paced herself. She didn't rush it, and she stuck her dismount. And that's one of the things that I stand convicted of. That if I don't watch it, if 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 I am just trying to be done, I'll rush. I'll 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 totally lose the rhythm. That would make for the best finish, the strongest way where I can stay in control. And so I'm going to say that to you. Be aware of that when you're almost to the finish or when you just want to get something done. Don't rush it. Don't say, I just want to get this done. I just want to, you know, and you start taking shortcuts because it's not going to hurt others. It's going to hurt you because your mind, remember, if you don't tie up loose ends and you can't tie up loose ends if you're rushing because you're going to always forget something if you're rushing. So, if you don't do that, you're going to cause yourself worry and mental um, battery uh, drain in the back of your mind because you know you didn't give it your best or you didn't finish the way you wanted to or you didn't finish strong. So, just take the time to do it now and don't let external forces make you feel like it. Don't let your body or fatigue rush you. And please know that when you are in control, of your narrative, you can always go back to the story you told yourself and you can become that person who remembers that time when, and you can be able to finish strong. So guess what? Yep my time is up. I sure do thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. I love you dearly. Thank you guys so much for showing up with me every day. You know, it's hard sometimes to even think that anybody cares and then you do wonderful things like listen and send me comments and, and, um, just support so thank you so much and guess what I'll see you tomorrow and that's going to do it for today's podcast of wisdom smack with Michelle Spiva if you like this podcast please help us get the word out like comment subscribe and even share and if you really like it Please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping...